The scripture reading for today is Colossians three sixteen to seventeen. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning, church. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. It is so wonderful uh, to be back. Um, thank you for your prayer and support. I was able to uh, spend uh, six months. Uh, spending a sabbatical, uh, reflecting, uh, reading, and um, having a very meaningful, uh, fruitful time. So I was able to uh, spend some time reflecting for the past 18 years of ministry at New Hope and seven years uh, doing both KM and EM. Uh, I spent about three months of uh, writing, so I was able to publish a book uh, last month. Uh, those of you uh, who do not read or understand Korean, I'm so sorry, but the book is written in Korean, so if you can maybe read a little bit, um, it is available. And I was able to also visit some mentors, uh, spiritual leaders, to spend some time uh, deepening uh, fellowship, uh, visiting um, Mission Field, uh, visiting uh, Vancouver, uh, meeting our founding pastor's wife, uh, spending some time there, and even in Korea, uh, doing some ministry, speaking at different churches, and coming back. So my six month was very fruitful, uh, packed with uh, a lot of good stuff. I want to thank Elder John Im and other elders and ordained deacons, our ministry team leaders, seen and unseen, uh, who've been serving our church um, faithfully, and uh, most of all, I want to thank Pastor Changsu for holding our church, shepherding, ministering God's word faithfully with passion and devotion. And I heard just many wonderful fruits, even through ministry. And those of you who have been faithfully coming out to our church, and some of you actually returning, and some of the new congregation members, so it is so wonderful. And I am very excited and looking forward to now this third phase of ministry and new hope. And I'm glad that today is a Thanksgiving Sunday that we are able to give thanks to God and give thanks to one another. So today's sermon title is called Wisdom of Giving Thanks. And I would like to start with the opening remarks saying gratitude determines the path of life. Gratitude determines the path of life. Every Thanksgiving Sunday, we do talk about giving thanks to God. And it is something that almost like we face or spend this day um, as a habit or routine. It is obvious for us to talk about giving thanks to God. But today, one of the core message, one main point that I want you to take home with is with this is that giving thanks is not something that we do as a mandatory or something that we just have to do. It's not about just power of positive thinking or gratitude. The gratitude or giving thanks 
It determines our spiritual growth and maturity. Unless we know how to give thanks, we will never grow in our spiritual walk. We will never be mature. In fact, giving thanks is everything of our spiritual walk. It has to do everything with our spiritual walk. Why is it? Because giving thanks is a natural outcome and response of God's grace. You and I, we've been saved by grace and grace of God alone. And those who have understood and deeply experienced the grace of God, that natural first immediate response is giving thanks. So those who cannot give thanks to God and give thanks in life, it's an outcome or it's a very clear evidence that you haven't been experiencing grace. Grace and giving thanks can never be separated. So it is a most fundamental foundation when it comes to our relationship with God. In fact, in worship, how do we enter worship? We enter into the presence of God with giving thanks. When you pray, how do you open a prayer? We open up our prayer with gratitude, giving thanks to God. But many of us, we think that it is a transactional, something that we deal with God, right? So we got to give thanks to God so that we can earn or we can receive whatever we request, right? Okay, first, we got to give thanks so that we can receive whatever we want. It's almost like transaction, give and take. We give thanks to God, so we take something from God. But it's not transactional. It's a foundation of our relationship with God. And not only our relationship with God, but relationship with one another. Those who have healthy, happy, blessed relationship, whether it's marriage, whether it's parenting, whether it's community, church, life group, or even your workplace, people who are gratitude, Grateful people who know how to give thanks and express thankfulness, they tend to build healthier, blessed relationship. I have to admit, even as a pastor, you know, there are things that I do. Obviously, as a pastor, I got to serve. I got to help people. And there are people who take it for granted. On the other hand, there are people who are so thankful And humanly speaking, my heart goes more to those who are grateful. There are people who are ungrateful. I do things, yes, because that's something that I have to do. But people who express gratitude, I want to do more. I want to bless them more. And I'm sure it's not just me. Every single one of you, you have experienced something like that, that kind of relation dynamic. There are people who take it for granted, and there are people who are really deeply grateful to you. And your heart goes more for those who are grateful. And on the other hand, people who take it for granted and taking just advantage of relationship, your heart closes. And that's why gratitude determines the path of your life. 
Gratitude determines your relationship. Whether it is relationship with God, relationship with one another, even outside workplace as well. So today I, I would like to talk about wisdom of giving thanks in three points. Number one, the first point, ungratefulness leads to sin. Ungratefulness leads to sin. In fact, ungratefulness itself is a sin. We think that when we talk about sin, it's a behavioral sin. We're doing bad stuff, right? Of course, behavioral sins are sin, but talk about internal, being ungrateful. The reason why we are ungrateful is because we do not recognize the place of God, the throne of God in our lives, the lordship, provision of God. Grace of God. So we deny or we do not acknowledge, we do not see as what it is. Not only ungratefulness itself is a sin, ungratefulness leads to other destructive sins. Think about Garden of Eden. God has given Adam and the woman everything, literally everything, abundance. They receive everything, and yet the reason why they were fixated on the fruit of knowledge and evil was because they were ungrateful. Unsatisfied. And they begin to compare. They begin to blame. And they begin to distort their thought process. When we are ungrateful to whatever we have received from God, unless we're ungrateful of who we are, our identity as a whole being, when we are ungrateful towards God's relationship, privilege, mission, life that God has given to us, it leads to sin. Think about it. That God has given you wonderful privilege, relationship, precious people in our lives, our family members, our spouse, our parents, and yet when we are ungrateful, that's when we begin to actually commit other. When we are ungrateful about God-given privilege, even our workplace and your study, God has given you Amazing opportunity for you to study and even really pursue God-given dreams. And yet when you're ungrateful, that's when you begin to complain. You begin to actually deviate from path that God has set you or sent you. When you're ungrateful about your identity, that's when we begin to experience victim mindset, insecurity, we begin to compare. Sometimes we feel like we have this kind of right entitlement. One of the difference between Satan and Christian is that Christians are able to give thanks. In fact, if you think about it, Satan knows God more than you do. Satan knows God in terms of doctrine, 
read through the Gospels. It was an evil spirit. Satan recognized Jesus exactly his identity, who he was, and why he came. When disciples were blinded. And yet, one thing that Satan can never do is giving thanks to God. The spirit of enemy can never cause you to give thanks to one another. The spirit of enemy is to blame, complain, be unsatisfied. So Satan will never be being pursuing happiness, relationship with God, nor giving thanks to God. So, brothers and sisters, what about you and all of us? Are we led by the Spirit of God? Are we led by the Spirit of enemy? When we are led by the Spirit of flesh, Spirit of enemy, we will never give thanks to God, nor we will never give thanks to one another. In verse 17, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. It says, whatever you do. What it means is that whatever we do, wherever we are, what kind of relationship we are in, that we pursue everything in Christ. And we experience in Christ. We feel in Christ. We think and process in Christ. We live in Christ. When we look everything from Christ's perspective through the word of the Lord, sovereignty of God, the provision of God, and when we see it, when we experience, when we understand, we cannot help but to give thanks. So, brothers and sisters, are you able to give thanks in your circumstance right now? Even if you are going through suffering, I have seen some of the brothers and sisters who are going through cancer and yet still being able to give thanks to God. God, thank you that I have a family that we can worship together. I have seen some of the young adults who failed miserably from some of the, their dream school or dream program and yet giving thanks. God, I give you thanks because you still have given me youth and second chance and third chance for me to give it a try again. God, I want to thank you. Even though I don't understand and I don't comprehend your perfect will of God, and yet I know in the end your will be done. So thank you. God wants us to give thanks because God wants to bless us and God wants to keep us and protect us. So that is the number one point. Ungratefulness leads to sin. Second point is that we need training on cultivating gratefulness. And there are differences between cultivating gratefulness and consuming gratefulness. Cultivating and consuming. 
I mean, most of people can give thanks when things are going well and when there are good reasons why you need to give thanks, right? You get blessed by health, finance, and you get into program or things are good. Everyone can give thanks. In fact, even non-believers can give thanks, but that's contingent upon circumstance and when they run out of these thankful points or some of the things, then they run out. They run dry. And that's a common. I mean, if you go extreme, there are people who really don't know how to say thank you. And I've seen. And I think it has to do with maybe upbringing or habit. And there are people that, who grew up in a family where we don't say two things, right? We never say thank you. We never say sorry. So we feel awkward saying sorry or say thanks. But I would say that's an extreme case where I think we need to really relearn through new family, spiritual family, okay? whether that was a background or upbringing. We cannot blame. We need to start new habit, new pattern as we are born again, as a brother and sisters, as a family of God. So we need to learn how to say thanks to God and thanks to one another in our spiritual family. But today I want to focus more on cultivating gratefulness and consuming gratefulness. Because those who are so used to consuming gratefulness, it's like we give thanks when things are good and then when things don't go well anymore, we run out of you know, gratefulness. We feel so dry. We feel like we're going through a desert. I remember going to a mission field this year, and um, it, was, it was a blessed time because usually whenever I go to mission field, I got to think about coming back and then getting ready and another like preaching schedule and so on. But this time, I was just able to just go and then fully available to missionaries. I had a good time. And I was in charge of uh, speaking at a conference for the opening service. And I wanted to really bless pastors and local evangelists and missionaries, so I prepared. It was well-structured, like on time, you know, like from beginning to the end. And I preached, and then some of the missionaries came. Oh, that was like refreshing, you know. So I thought, okay, that's good. But after my session, you know, this one pastor, 65 years old, who's retiring, in fact, I think he retired last month. He came up, he's been doing ministry over 40 years. Just came up, didn't have a 0.1, 0.2, 0.3. Said, brothers and sisters, I'm a sinner. And I'm not worthy. I'm here only by grace of God. And everyone just broke down. <laughs> and I was weeping. And his main point was every day, I just need to experience a new grace of God. And that makes me keep going. That makes us keep going. Not only as a pastor, not only as a missionary, but also as a family of God in your marriage, 
as a children of God, you need, you need to cultivate, you need to experience new grace. And yet many of us, we are just consuming God's grace, meaning grace that we have experienced last year or the last retreat or mission experience or 10 years ago. Some of us, in fact, we, are, we have consumed God's grace in the past and now we run out and then we are dry. But did you know that God's grace, God's new mercy flows every single day and it is unlimited Infinite grace of God. In the same way, gratitude, gratefulness is the same thing. Rather than fixating on the previous good things that God has done, but today there's something that God is doing to you. God is keeping you. God is walking with you. God is working in your heart. And there are things that God is doing today and you got to cultivate every single day. There are reasons for you to be thankful today, not based on yesterday. So we need the spiritual training of cultivating today. In the same way, the word of the Lord is a living word of the Lord. Every day that God is blessing us so that we can cultivate this jewel, treasure of the word of the Lord today for daily bread, daily living water. In verse 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your heart to God. In fact, it is a natural training. Look at the gospel. Look at Paul's letters. Talks about doctrine of salvation in the beginning and usually the second half is, okay, those who are saved, what they do? Give thanks to God. Singing hymns and singing praise unto the Lord, giving thanks. It's not just a religious cliche. Sam Crabtree, in his book, Practicing Thankfulness, said, giving thanks is a spiritual power for us to recognize who God is, God's goodness, and God's provision in our life. So giving thanks is not just a routine or a habit or something that we have to do, but it's spiritual power. So spiritual giants are the ones who are able to give thanks. And that's why Paul, when he was in prison, he gave thanks to God. The bottom line is that we think that okay, people who are giving thanks, they're because they're happy, they're blessed. It's the other way around. If you are able to discover and understand the wisdom of giving thanks, then you will be happy. We think that I have to be happy first to give thanks. No, if you give thanks, you are happy. You are blessed. I have to be thankful. I have to be 
happy in my marriage first to give thanks. I have to be happy when children are doing better, then I will give thanks. No, if you give thanks, you begin to cultivate and you begin to discover there are many things that you are thankful. And forgive those who are non-Asian, but those of us who grew up in Asian culture, we have this kind of like, almost like our upbringing where do we need to really, literally need to express every day? Don't you know that I'm thankful? Don't you know that I'm thankful to you? Like anniversary, okay. Birthday, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Okay, that's enough, right? Maybe you're fine. not expressing. But that much, those who really need to hear feel dry and empty. Do I really need to express to God, you know what? Yes. In fact, God knows your prayer request. Even before you say it, God knows what you need even better than you do. But God loves it when you give thanks to him. God loves it. And you and I, we are created in the image of God. I love it. Your family members need it. Your smuggled leaders need it. Thank you so much for hosting. Thank you so much for checking up on us. Smuggled leaders, when you, when you do something and when you serve food or, you know, a sandwich or a snack, and then when your members, like, eat well, thank them. Yeah, thank you so much for enjoying. The secret of, you know, healthy, dynamic Small group and life group, whenever I go, yes, you know, they pray and they do a lot of things, but fundamentally basic, they're thankful. They're thankful to one another. And they say thanks to one another. Think about it. The last point that I want to share with you is the habit of gratefulness brings abundance. God wants to pour out his heavenly spiritual blessings In fact, Ephesians chapter 1 talks about that you and I, we are predestined. We are elected by God, that we are saved by God, so that he will pour out his heavenly spiritual blessings. He is determined. He wants to bless you. Our God is loving God, and there is an unlimited grace of God and the favor of God, and yet why some people experience abundance and why some people feel dry. God's blessing multiplies through thanksgiving. In your relationship, even human relationship, if you really give thanks and compliment, thank you so much, your relationship will be even more blessed.
Those of us who want to change our prayer life, you feel like you've been praying and you feel like, oh, it is so dull, it is so lifeless, you're like hitting a spiritual wall, like you feel like you're not growing. I want you to write down or record your prayer. How do you pray? And I have to confess, probably 10% of my prayers like, God, give you thanks, thank you, and then 90%, God, give me this. Can you do this? Can you change this person? Can you, can you change the circumstance? 90%. And there's something that I've been preparing and I've been exercising throughout the week. You know what? If you want your spiritual life to be changed, spend, commit. It doesn't need to be hour long. It could be even 10 minutes of prayer. But change your prayer 50% at least giving thanks to God. So rather than saying, God, change my wife, change my husband, say, God, thank you for my spouse for these reasons. What's wrong with my kid? Rather than praying that way, God, thank you so much for my children. Thank you so much for my job. Thank you so much for church that I can go back. Thank you so much. If you can change your prayer from petition to even thanksgiving, 50%, I guarantee you, your prayer life will change. And the way you see those relationships will change. Total opposite, when ungratefulness leads to sin and darkness, gratefulness will take you to light, healing. Our spiritual walk starts from grace to grace. But grace and gratitude is like a two different sides of the same coin. Grace, then our natural response is giving thanks, as I mentioned. So then our spiritual growth begins from giving thanks to giving thanks. In fact, when you see God face to face before the throne of God, that's all you're going to do, giving thanks to God. So why people who give thanks, they experience more blessing and abundance is this. There's a cycle. When you receive grace, you give thanks. And when you give thanks, God gives you more blessing and more grace. And you give more gratitude. It multiplies. There's a cycle. And yet many of us, in the name of living our faith, we are in. Wrong cycle. Instead of giving thanks, you go and complain, you blame, you compare, what's going to happen? Complete opposite. You're going to run dry. And yet, why is it that many of us who are in this wrong cycle, when God has already given us Roadmap to experience abundant blessing. And yet, this is a training, this is a habit, because many of us, we've been in a destructive cycle, destructive habit. It doesn't happen automatically. It requires spiritual exercise. 
Giving thanks is a training, and it accumulates. When you give thanks, God sanctifies your thought process to see everything from God's perspective. So then you're able to give thanks God more. When you give thanks, God sanctifies your language so that you are able to express gratitude even more. God begins to sanctify your expression so that you give thanks to God more. Discipline. Brothers and sisters, especially parents, I know that you want to raise your children for the glory of God. The first thing that you need to teach is to give thanks. Not forcing, like, okay, no thank you, okay, no food. Not like forcing them, but out of gratitude, thank them. Thank your family, parents, in front of them, and then they learn the language, how to express gratitude. I have seen people who went to the best school, best skill, and yet don't do well in life because they really don't know how to thank one another. The relationship is really not good. And yet I've seen people who may not be like all there in terms of external things and yet they get blessed by relationship in workplace and they have favor of God. Do you really care about your children, their future? Build them in their character how to give thanks in life. Wherever they go, say thanks. And when that becomes their core value, you know what? Even though certain things lack, God fills and God covers with God's grace. It's a pattern. And it stays the rest of our lives. I have seen some of the seniors who are so grateful for everything. And yet, I have seen some of the seniors who live their life so that they are now complaining, grumbling. Brothers and sisters, where are you heading? Where is your relationship, your family heading? What kind of path your children are in? What kind of church do we want to create? What kind of life group do we want to really foster? And it's not something profound, and yet it is found in basic foundation of our relationship with God and relationship dynamic. So brothers and sisters, let me conclude with this closing remark. God pours out more reasons to be grateful to those who are already grateful in life. Let's pray together. Brothers and sisters, as you reflect this year, are you filled with gratitude? Or is it something that we somehow need to still force out of ourselves?
And isn't it true that there are so many moments where we were ungrateful and take things for granted and compare and be bitter and blame, whatever that is. And most of the time, that ungratefulness led to sin. Internally, relationally, and even some of us, even to other areas. So rather than trying to fix you know, those things, I think we need to come back to being grateful to God's grace and who we are as the children of God. God's grace, salvation, God's call, identity, basic things that God has given to us. Oh my goodness, I'm a child of God. Oh my goodness, I'm a son and daughter of God. I am a husband, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, father, I'm a son. My goodness, I'm a privileged servant of God. You know, that's what Satan exactly wants us to forget and be ungrateful. So today, more than anything, let's just come back to this, just God's fundamental grace and give thanks. And those of us who've been so shy or stingy or cheap about saying thanks, you know what, let's just take one step at a time. How do we thank one another? especially those that we see every day. And let's change our prayer. God, do this and do that, fix that, change that. Yes, you know what, but God knows. And God knows better than us. But rather than that, can we say, God, thank you. Even if I feel like everything's done, you know, this is... You can give thanks to God for the past. You can give thanks to God for this present at this time that you still can really love or to serve, respond to God. And even the fact that you can still come and worship God and relying upon God. Even if the things are going bad, still you can run to God. We can give thanks for that matter. So let's spend some time giving thanks before the Lord. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your salvation through your Son, Jesus Christ. In fact, Jesus pouring out everything, including his life and blood to cover us, our sin, shame. And there is a grace of God and forgiveness that we find each new day. And as we do so, we give thanks more and more and more, which never stops. 
Lord, we want to cultivate that gratitude, gratefulness each day, rather than just consuming and running dry. I pray for those who have run dry, run out of reasons to give thanks. Lord, give us a new spiritual wisdom and insight led by the Spirit of God rather than being led by spirit of enemy and flesh. Rather than just being ungrateful, somehow that destroys our relationship in our everyday life. That destroys the joy and life out of us. But Lord, we want to cultivate reasons to give you thanks each day so that we experience deeper spiritual fruit and abundant life in our everyday life, in our every aspect of our life. Father, I pray that you will bless our marriage, our family, so that we will know how to be grateful, not only in our heart, but giving thanks. Lord, would you bless our prayer life so that rather than spending 90, 95% for petition, Lord, that we will turn those things to be a prayer of thanksgiving and singing hymns. Lord, would you change our church? Would you bless our life group and our friendship so that, that we can thank one another? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.